Are you ready to do a show tonight, Michael? I'm always well, ready. I'm more prepared for this one than I am my individual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because that requires so much more than this. Like, yeah. I don't know. Picking up a game and playing it for a few hours is so much easier than figuring out what movie to watch for a podcast and then watch it and then think about <laughs> all the things I like and dislike about it. Ooh, we're doing something new for 5.5. Ooh. So looking forward to releasing that episode in a week's time. I need to put all the podcasts back in the rotation because I've been out of the podcast listening sphere. So I need to jump back in there. I know the feeling. All right. Well, speaking of jumping back in there, are you ready to jump into this episode? Let's do it. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, Maybe More. You may have noticed that I did not even attempt to say an episode number, and that's because episode numbers are dumb, and I can't remember them, even though I think that I was correct in the episode number, and Marty was wrong trying to correct me on what it was. Um, speaking of Marty and being wrong, he's here for another week to be probably wrong on other things. Marty, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm here. I just wanted to prove you wrong that I was actually here, but I guess I am. So That's hello. right. <laughs> I, I knew you couldn't stay away for long. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I have gamed all weekend, as you know. So you know. Yes, um, I thank you for being able to pull yourself away from World of Warcraft for a little bit <laughs> in order to talk about... I don't even know what, because all I know is that you've been playing World of Warcraft nonstop, sending me your updates and 18 different characters and downing no, bosses on the hardest, on, just, not the hardest difficulty. Just, just but, one character. Well, two characters, if you also count rating. Two characters. Yeah, see. Yeah. I don't even play on my one character. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I guess, like, we could... Mm, no, we'll save it. We'll save it for a little bit later. But we could talk a little bit of World of Warcraft later. <laughs> okay. Um, Alright, so let's just go ahead and jump into the first stuff of the day, which of course, as usual, is going to be what we've been watching, if anything. And I'll let Marty go first, since I actually have no idea what this show is, but I think it's connected to the show I've been watching. It's like part of the same universe or something like that. Yeah, I mean, technically it is, because you're going to talk about Sabrina. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the Teenage Witch, which is part of the same universe as Archie, mm-hmm. if you know Archie from the comics. Yes. yes. And uh, there is actually a Netflix series called Riverdale, which uh, is about Archie and, and what's going on in that city, which is basically the city next 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 to, to the city Sabrina is in. Oh. So, yeah, so they're, they're very close to each other. Um, so one would maybe think that, hey... Maybe there's like some supernatural things going on in, in, in that universe as well, but so far, no, so far <laughs> not. Um, um, but, but it is sort of like, you know, it, it's this 
again, it's it's a um, common coming of age sort of show um, at a school where we're following Archie and his friends, and um, and someone has been murdered, and and you know, and and the, and the series is like telling you at like cliffhanger style, oh, it's this person who did it, or at least did something you know shady and then the next episode you figure out that oh it's, com- it's completely not related to the murder that's going on and stuff like that so um but yeah no it's really enjoying it so far uh it, it's 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 one of those it's a little bit more easy watching i can watch it while I, I do other stuff um so so yeah but but quite enjoying it um so far um cool so i don't know a lot about the whole archie universe i just know that Archie Comics was a thing, and um, I guess like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original one was kind of done by the same people, or it was just involved with that somehow. Um, I'm not I completely sure. I'm not <laughs> completely even... sure how how the, the two universes uh, uh, play into each other. Maybe Google can help. Yeah, well, Google can wait for later. We don't do advertising here. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so. I watched the final season of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is season four. Um, It was canceled, and this is the final season. And I have some thoughts on it, some positive and some negative. Um, I'm a huge fan of this series. I really enjoyed it since I started watching it. I finished the crap out of it. And, of course, once I started watching season four, I just kind of sped through it. And as a season... It's actually not that bad. Like, I really enjoyed some of the episodes and it's focusing on, like, the Eldritch Terrors as left off in Season 3. And those are pretty fun. And some of the episodes stand out as probably series greats in terms of just the presentation and their subject matter. Like, they actually stand up to a lot of previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest issue for me is the, the series finale. Uh, I don't, I think that I read that this was supposed to still lead into a season five. Okay. And, and because of that, some of, there's a lot, a lot of threads that are left loose. Or they feel rushed in certain ways, or you feel like this isn't really how it's supposed to end. Like certain characters do certain things that kind of leave you like, okay, that's going to have ramifications later on. I want to see where that goes. But as a whole, I I just really didn't like the way that it ended the series. It didn't feel like a true ending. It just felt incomplete. And I don't know if it was rushed per se, because I think that this season was filmed before it was canceled, Mm. if I'm correct. So that's why it probably feels like it's, it's not very end worthy of the entire series because they did have a season five plan, which was supposed to be covering witch wars of some sort. Don't know what that's all about, but I think that was the general theming of it. So I was a bit let down by the finale and not because it was a bad episode, but just because it's the last one that we're going to get. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't tell you a lot. It kind of just bundles things up in a easily destroyed knot. Um, just pull one string and it all kind of comes apart. So I was not a fan of that. That being said, I would still suggest that people watch the season because it is a fun season overall. 
there's still some good things to be had. It's just not the ending that the series deserved. Mm. I mean, it does seem like uh, I, I did a, a quick search uh, on it, and it does seem like that if you want to get, um, you know, the the continued story, it would actually continue in comics in on comic form. Um, so it seems like they will continue this storyline, at least finishing it up um, in in but but on in comics form. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I mean, obviously, like, I would prefer to see it on the screen mm. because, like, I've grown attached to those characters and, like, the mannerisms of the actors and actresses that are tied to them. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a shame that it's not being continued and, and uh, I'm quite sad that it isn't because I, I really liked this version of it as well. Really enjoyed the show so far. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still going to watch the season. Uh, but, yeah, it's a shame that we don't get, get more Indeed, indeed, but I want to move out of this depressing moment now. <laughs> <laughs> and and jump into the games that we've been playing. I think it's a challenge sometimes for us to to fit other games into our schedule. Because we both, obviously the people know that we both play World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, World of Warcraft has a tendency to kind of grab your time and suck all of it away. Don't know um, what, what you're talking about. Is it, is it Sunday already? What happened? It is. It is. <laughs> so whether it's sucking your time away because you are required to do whatever is necessary for your character, so you're in there every single day trying to grind out whatever you need for raid, or you're simply sucked into the game because you enjoy every aspect of it at the moment, it is very time-consuming, which makes it very hard for us sometimes to fit other games into the schedule. But I have been the one to go out and do a bunch of other things and fill the show notes with games so that I could talk a little bit about them. And the first game that I want to talk about is a game called Fight and Rage. This game is a old school style beat em up. Think of like Turtles in Time, uh, the Simpsons arcade game, the X-Men arcade game. Those games that you used to go into the arcade and... Turtles in Time is that the very diff, hard, hard, difficult one where you basically just mashed your fingers to blow? Um, no, it's oh. difficult. It's very hard because you're mashing your fingers instead of <laughs> actually learning the game. Um, a lot of beat 'em ups are like that, yeah. where but it is side scrolling. Um, enemies are coming from the sides of the screen, and your job is to clear the wave before. Uh, to move on to the next portion of the screen. And this game is very interesting because while it only uses three buttons, it uses only three buttons along with the movement and it adds a little bit extra to it. So you can get through just by mashing one button, but there are combos hidden within that are more akin to things of a fighting game nature uh, that adds a little bit more depth to your combat. Also, the story that's there, while probably not that deep, I only got a little bit into it, each of your three characters has a different role to play within that story, and they kind of go through the same levels, but they're there for different reasons, and there's different dialogue. Sometimes it's similar, sometimes it's the same, but sometimes it's also different depending on your character. Obviously, you have like your quick and nimble character, your average character, and then your big, beefy, uh, I'm just going to move slowly tank type character Hmm. Um, 
But um, it's very fun. I've enjoyed quite a bit of it. I played with two of the different characters, and I'm looking forward to playing with another one. But the standout of this game is the music. The music is like a rock theme, like a rock synth type uh, beat in the background. And it's very exciting. It's very fun. And the music is it's rock solid. Definitely go through there. And if I'm correct, this game was made only by two people. Hmm. Which is like one guy that did the main game and then the musician um, oh, right. that did the music. Hmm. So on that aspect, it's phenomenal. Like just given what they were able to do. Now, because of that, there are some things lacking. Um, I think there's like there's no online play. Um, I think that if you wanted to play with more people, you'd all kind of have to sync up in your house or whatever. Hook all the controllers or the joysticks or the arcade sticks up to the computer and you all kind of play together. Uh, that's both good and bad. Good because it brings people to the to the screen and everybody playing together like the old days. But then it's bad because like we can't play together. We can't link up and just play. But otherwise, it's a it's a good time. There are others. There's a bunch of unlockables. There is like a fighting game mode in there too, where you both you and either the computer or you and a friend choose a character and you just kind of fight each other. I think that's really cool too. There's a lot to the game that I haven't been able to check out because I just kind of jumped in there for an hour or so. And it's a good time. I suggest it. Look it up. Fight and Rage. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now and it, it definitely looks like something from the the good old Nintendo One days. Yes. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> so so it's, what is it? It's just side-scrolling and, and fighting. And, and brawling. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Ooh. Brawler. It's beat him up. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I will be checking this one out. It's right, not my type of game. Oh, you don't? Well, no, you don't like those type of games. No. Did you already buy it? <laughs> <laughs> no. This time I'm I'm that serious. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would I? I mean, if someone gifted it to me, I would probably check it out. But I don't think I will actively go search for it and buy it. Okay. I like these type of games, and I suggest it. People who do like these type of games, check it out. Yep. All right, we'll throw it over to you for your net for your game. All right, I have installed an a little bit older game that um, I've, I've heard a lot of good stuff about, uh, and I bought it ages ago and never played it. And I thought, hey, I cannot come back to the show. Only have played World of Warcraft. Michael would kill me. I need to try <laughs> something else. And I also feel like building something. So I installed Two Point Hospital. Mm. I don't know if you heard about it, Michael. I have. It mm. has a lot of goofy stuff with it. Um, I haven't played it because some no. games I have to be in the right mood to play it. But this is a, a little bit more of a fun sim from what I understand. It is very silly. Very, very silly. And I absolutely love it. And it's not... I mean, it still has some, you know... Um, Different, a lot of different things you need to take into account, but it's not super difficult either. Um, I mean, I have been in situations where I've been close to running out of money, but uh, you can fairly easy overcome it. So it's right down my alley. It's not too difficult. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, Two Point Hospital, it's super silly. You get a lot of different random diseases that, that you have to cure. One of them is be, is some, it's a disease called lightheadedness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a very distinct feature 
on on the small small uh, beings running around in there, namely that their head is like it's a light bulb. So okay, have- that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that. <laughs> um, you were streaming it on Discord, and I jumped mm-hmm. in there, and I think what I saw was um, there was some clown stuff going on. Yes, there's some sort of clown disease where you need to build a room with a with a circus tent, and then you can declown them. Um, the the great one that I love, I actually I haven't seen anything beat it yet. Is I don't remember what the disease is called, but they have instead of a head, they have a have a, a pan as a head, like you know for cooking, and you know a pandemic was going on, so I had like ten of those. I loved it. That was so amazing. It's right down my alley when in in the type of humor that's in it, and you can build so many things. I would have to say though that um, downsize uh, sides to this is that the 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 buildings are fixed, so whatever shape the building have, that you have to be inside of that. So you can't build your own buildings; only the rooms inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that I would have loved a little bit more freedom, but it's not it's not a deal breaker. It's just, you know, it would have been nice to be able to just build your own buildings. Maybe a little bit more like um uh, what's it called? The prison prison uh, uh prison architect. architect. Yeah, prison architect where you could build everything yourself. Something along those lines would have been cool. Um but again, it's not a it's not a, a deal breaker. Another thing that could have been that is a little bit annoying is that some of the buildings require X amount of um, fields, which is not a problem. That you know, prison architect does the same thing. But what the issue is here is that it needs. If it says it needs to be three by three, then it needs to minimum be three by three. You can, you know, build your own shape. Yeah, you can build your own shapes, but then you make the room larger than they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have been. Uh, I would have loved that they maybe took a little bit more the approach of again person architect and be like the room needs to be minimum this size and you and you need because it does have the same feature where you need to have these items inside of it for to to be working so for instance you know a doctor's office does need a table for the doctor to sit and have consultation and he also needs uh, a filing cabinet for instance um so i i feel like they should have just you know made it a little bit more open so you know as long as you have a room with those items in it then you can decide the the, the size and stuff like that but again it's like really nitpicking here it, it's small details that you know at, at, at the end of the day doesn't change too much it's more like a little bit more convenience i guess um but overall really really enjoying it and every time i, I didn't feel like playing world of warcraft i've been jumping into this i also know that you know i should not play this game if we want to go to bed because when i start mm-hmm. playing it it just takes hours out of my life because it's, it's just it's just that type of game it's really good fun it sounds like this game is pretty much a haiku. It's beauty within structure. Yeah, um, it guess. limits you, and yet it's still up to you to find beauty in it and create. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the, the only thing is, uh, you know, that is because you can't change how the buildings are. Some of the buildings are really odd sizes, so sometimes it's difficult to just put stuff in and also have room for people to move around. So, you know, that's mm. why if the... If they, only if you just you know change to one of those things one a either you can make the buildings yourself or b you can change the sizes a little bit up more that would help the game immensely but i guess that's also part of the you know the challenge that you have these art sizes rooms and you need to fit stuff into it okay cool uh, i love games that are kind of self-aware 
and have a funny humor to them. And hmm. one of those games that I actually played recently is called Freedom Finger. Now, those who know, obviously listening to the show, people can tell that um, I'm American and you are not. <laughs> <laughs> what? And I love things that kind of spoof on like old American traditional type things. Um, either whether it's movies like Mars Attacks, where there's kind of like Jack Nicholson oh, being over the top um, U.S. president, or even if you watch like Independence Day, where uh, Bill Paxton is giving his, his very patriotic speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love things that kind of take like traditional America and take, put a spin on it. We talked before how I played um, Destroy All Humans, where you're playing an alien in the 1950s and you're like anal probing people and creating hysteria and things along that nature. I love that type of humor. And a game that does that brilliantly is Freedom Finger. This game <laughs> is a it's a shoot 'em up or otherwise known as a shmup. It's a side-scrolling shooter. So you control a ship and you are firing at enemies as they come onto the screen. Now, this ship is in the form of a middle finger, and you are attacking, or you're trying to make your way, at least initially, to the moon, because the U.S. moon base was attacked and hijacked by communist Chinese terrorists. And you are flying your middle finger uh, ship over there to handle some business. The colonel is your traditional American... uh, officer actually i think he's a major i apologize um and he is your traditional he's his name is major cigar <laughs> and he is your traditional uh, brass tacks kind of american general where it's not very intelligent it's more of like we need to get over there and kick some ass and you're in charge of doing it soldier so let's get moving and he uses all these fun little phrases that military folk would actually get and they would get it really quickly but it's otherwise he just has some great dialogue there's this nerd guy who's kind of your traditional back at base behind the scenes excited about the technology that goes into everything and the colonel is dismissive of him because he doesn't like that he's using all these fancy words and things (laughs) along that nature this game is super fun it's very difficult um there's a lot it's very difficult to actually get through it um i think i got to level one one b or something like that or one dash two i didn't get very far but i was really enjoying the humor and everything that went in with it well there's over 36 levels michael 36 (laughs) well if you got to one b then you didn't get that far (laughs) there's so much to it and it's just it's a great time i want to bring it up real quick because i did take a picture of of it and I put it on Instagram when I was playing it and what was funny is that it's kind of very like stereotypical American of the in the picture like there's a slice of pizza that's just kind of out there's all these little snacks whether it be like popcorn or Cheetos um, there's a little 420 sticker <laughs> there's just a bunch of little things that just scream kind of like stereotypical American um it's just fun. It's fun. I mm-hmm. love things that kind of poke fun at at these type of things. So 
if you like shoot 'em ups and you don't mind that type of humor, definitely go and check Freedom Finger out. I don't think it's too pricey, but it's a good time. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, I am looking at it here, and it does have a lot of uh, images that are censored because of middle fingers <laughs> and things like that. So, so yep, it, it seems like it. it yeah, it, it has that kind of humor. Yep, that you're describing. <laughs> and I'll wrap this section up with something that I've actually recently started jumping back into. Um, the first card game I ever really got into as a young lad in the 90s was um, the Pokemon trading card game. Mm-hmm. I really, really liked the Pokemon trading card game. And I remember my dad used to take me to Toys R Us and we used to do the big events that they had there where you could bring your battle decks and you would battle other people that came to the event and i remember the only way to get mew on your game boy game back in the day was to uh go to these events and there would be like a representative there from the company and they would be trading people mews onto their game all you had to do was bring a pokemon that you could trade and they would trade any pokemon for the mews that they had and it was just a great event where you got to play Pokemon battles with the Game Boy game. You got to do Pokemon battles with the card game. Now, I don't know how plugged into this type of scene that you are, but due to the pandemic, Pokemon cards have started kind of making a big comeback, especially like card openings on YouTube and Twitch. Mm. Like people are starting to get really big into that again. And hold on, excuse me. <clears throat> Oof. My podcasting voice is wrecked because I actually did one last night. Yep. Better, better get some, some moisturize in there. Some water. Hydration. Water. Hydration. Hydration. That's, that's the word I was looking for. Right. So not, now not that I'm people's favorite word, moist. <laughs> so I love Pokemon cards. The only problem is, is that with any card game, it's expensive to get into. Um, You have to buy so many booster packs, pre-made decks, and things along that nature. So I'm bypassing that. And I'm playing Pokemon trading card game online. And it's it's been a ton of fun. I mean, obviously you start out with the most basic of basic decks. Like Mm. you can't hold a candle to the basic decks that you would buy at the store. Uh, But it has everything that you would need. It keeps up with the current meta of the game in the sense of whatever active... Uh, base packs there are that's the current meta and that you can actually use only those cards in a certain mode you could use legacy cards in another mode which is like all the older cards and things along that nature and yes you can purchase packs and things along that nature is this um is this an, a mobile phone or, or, or for the pc both, both. um you could okay. get it on both yes and it plays i've been playing it on pc mm. and it's actually really well done I've been enjoying it. I've been having a decent time. It is a bit slow in the beginning because, uh, you know, it's trying to teach you how to play the game and they're not giving you all the big things. Uh, and I have a card that I can't even use. Back in the day, if you remember, uh, when Pokemon cards first kind of came out, the big thing was Charizard. And Charizard had 120 HP. And that was like, what? That's like the most you could have. I got a card today. It was like 390 HP. I'm like, what the heck is this thing? Um, didn't even know what it was. So I'm excited to jump back into the world of Pokemon trading card game. And hopefully I can get a good amount of playtime in it without 
having to invest any money. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I might just be too old or maybe I just missed it. I don't know. I've never really been into these um, uh, trading card games. Um, I do remember but that I, I, I was collecting something with cars, I think, and they had stats and stuff like that. I don't know if it was a game or if it was just, you know... A, a, a collection you could make or whatever, but I've, I've never never been into Pokemon. Um, I mean, the first time I really... I mean, I know it was out there, but the first time I really, you know, got involved in, in the world was with Pokemon Go and, and, and you know, that game. Um, but besides that, I've, I've never really been on board with this thing um, or trading card games in general. Just never. But, but speaking of trading card games, though, I do have... I got a pretty large collection of cards for the World of Warcraft trading card game ah. before before it became online and, and the online version only. Um, one of my um, old roommates um, decided that when we were moving moving out, that you know he he didn't want his his cards anymore. He wants to get rid of them, and I was like, hey, if you don't want them, then I'll, then I'll gladly take them. So so I have that. A collection standing in, in, in the next room to me and I've never really played it and I'd, I, I want to try it out someday. Now if I'm correct, with the old Warcraft trading card game like you could get stuff in game with those cards too, right? Like some of them like aren't aren't there like mounts that you could get in the game that were yes. only available through the card game? Yeah, that there is a, 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 a rare amounts that you can get through these cards um it's not that long ago like i don't know before right before christmas when one of the guys from otk gaming uh actually got one live on stream oh nice mm. that's cool yep. um you can't get anything like that with the pokemon trading card game although i will say that if anybody out there plays the physical game and they don't really play the online game uh I think newer cards from like the last few years, they actually have uh, with every pack like a barcode um, card. And what you can do is you can actually upload the packs that you buy in real life hmm. to the online trading card game. So you're not really double dipping. That's cool. I was about to say that you can actually do, uh, I think it's Ma Magic the Gathering that has their mm -hmm. online version as well now. And if you have the, the physical cards, you can actually add them to to your digital collection as well. So. Yeah. So if you're looking to play both, um, that's an option for you, especially mm -hmm. if you're like me and you do like collecting the physical cards. But I'm just on the poorer side of things, so I can't do so. <laughs> um, that could be a way for you to kind of jump in there, especially if you have um, like pre-made decks already. So. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's it. Uh, that's it for me for pretty much what I've been playing. I've dabbled into a few things here and there, uh, yeah. but nothing really noteworthy. I mean, I've, I've been playing, as we said, World of Warcraft, and I think the big difference this weekend was that I actually jumped into uh, PvP, player versus player. I haven't really done that too much. Well, I, I do like to dabble, but... Uh, this time I actually jumped in and did the rated version where you actually have, you know, need a proper group before you start and you're getting rated and you're getting a score and ratings and stuff like that. So, um, I've been trying that out with, with, you know, varying 
different kinds of successes mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because you know I don't really know people who do PvP, so I need to you know look them out in the in-game tool where you can find other people who want to do it. And it's not always that you get a good match with people that you play well together with and things like that. But something happened last night that I got into a group uh, where they were just really nice people they were probably roughly around the same level that i was uh and we just played really well together and i think we ended up playing like seven eight matches and we lost two of them uh so my i went from like probably 500 in rating to 1400 uh, and something, um, which is exactly where I wanted to be for me to get extra upgrades uh, on reset day and Wednesday. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy about that. Uh, even though you know we shouldn't talk too much about World of Warcraft, then that, well, that's too bad. Happy. I want to talk a little bit more about it because oh, okay. oh that's a shame. Okay, I had, do don't worry. Okay, <laughs> this will be interesting even to people who don't really play the game. I had a horrible week in terms of uh, just. Warcraft in general, and in gaming, I was having a bit of a rough go since last weekend. Um, whether it was trying to figure out how to put items on the hot bar in um, Grim Dawn, <laughs> or upgrading the wrong legendary item in World of Warcraft, which was horrible enough on its own. But a quick little story here is that I showed up to raid on Wednesday. I was ready to go. I was like, you know what? Let's do this. I got my flask. I got some food. I'm ready to go. We pulled the first boss, and I noticed that my healing is not going too well. Hmm. What, why are my numbers like really low? Usually, I'm not the best healer. You know, I just recently started healing relatively recently, but I'm not like a complete noob. I know how to push my buttons, and <laughs> I take a look at my character, and I have no weapon. I have no weapon. I have no idea what, what happened. Um, I check my bags. It's not there. I leave the raid. And I'm going to the bank in Oribos to try to figure out, is my weapon in there? Maybe I put it away on accident. Mm-hmm. What happened here? It's not in the bank. I went and I bought one on the auction house. It was a cheap little green that wasn't even normal dungeon difficulty. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, I need something. I'm no. like, I can't have nothing. So I did not know about a feature in the game where you can actually go to an external site and you can see if you accidentally sold something. Because yeah, I looked at the map. Or disenchanted it, or yeah, you know, yeah, deleted it. I don't even know how this happened, but I sold my weapon, my one handed <laughs> weapon. I have no idea how it happened. Because it was never unequipped from me. I don't usually sell things straight from my character. Like, I usually have it only in the bags, and that's what I sell. So Mm. I have no idea how I sold the weapon, but... Did you go fishing, maybe, and equip the fishing rod or something like that? No, I've been slacking on bringing my materials. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I even checked the guild bank, because I was putting a bunch of stuff in the guild bank. You know, fish and stuff. And I was like, maybe I put my weapon in there. I don't know. It wasn't there. So I had to make the embarrassing trip to leave the raid to go find my weapon. And then I had to ask for a mailbox because I forgot to grab it from (laughs) um, the mailbox. And I just, it was not a good start to the raid night. Um, But overall, raid night went well. We downed three bosses on Heroic. Um, 
last time we were stuck on Huntsman, which is second boss, but we downed him, cleared the next one, got stuck on a Nerva. Uh, but overall, I was parsing pretty well this time around. I was actually mm-hmm. in the purples on a few fights. Nice. So, uh, on a few pools, let me rephrase that, on a few pools. So, I just need to tighten up a little bit, improve uh, my rotation and just my situation awareness. And I think that I could be a halfway decent healer by the end of this tier. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah. Those are the best half decent Because <laughs> I have no delusions of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready to jump into our main topic of the day here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Now, this is something that you brought up. And I don't know if like you're you're in the market, you're shopping, or if this is looking to the future. So what's going on here? Well, the thing is that you know I pre-ordered a PlayStation Five. Ended up canceling the pre-order because I was uh, not very satisfied with how they handled it. Because they pretty much promised that there would be one for release that wasn't, and then all <laughs> of a sudden I was on the list, and then all of a sudden I got emails every two weeks that you're still on the list, but we don't have anything yet. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. I will cancel this, and then I will just wait. Because the main reason that I got that I wanted the PlayStation Five so soon was because I thought that Spider-Man. The sequel um, was an exclusive, and it isn't. It's also for PlayStation 4. It runs perfectly on PlayStation 4. So it's like, hey, I don't really need a PlayStation 5 right now. Then I started actually just uh, today, actually, I was uh, I was just looking into a few small things and, and thinking about it. And I was like, hey, maybe, maybe Xbox is a better suited choice for me. I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, so my question is something maybe we can talk a little bit about, Michael, is Xbox versus PlayStation. Um, which one should should I go with? Uh, do you have any feelings about it? Because I feel like if we watch at the hardware, I think they're probably really similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's like a huge, huge difference so much that that one of them just basically 100% wins over the other one. So to me, it's down to probably more down to what kind of services uh, are there on there, where I know all the PlayStation ones. Um, PlayStation has the monthly subscription, PlayStation uh, Plus. PlayStation Now? No. So they, they're, have, they're, they have two. They have yeah. two. So PlayStation yeah. Plus is uh, the it's, online it's, service. Yeah, that's where so you can play online uh, with your friends or just play online and you get two free games every month, but you only have access to do those two uh, free games as long as you're a subscriber. And then there's PlayStation Now, which is like the streaming service um, where uh, I bought it by accident once and tried it out. Um, And it works pretty cool and you can also play those PlayStation games on your PC if you want to, uh, stream to the PC instead. Um, so, So overall, I mean, uh, I have considered to maybe switch from if I continue with PlayStation, maybe switch from from Plus to to PlayStation Now. The only thing is that games can disappear uh, yeah. in there, if, if, so something they won't be available all the time. That's the only thing where I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to do it. Um, so so yeah. But overall, I feel like I've, I I know the PlayStation. I've always been a PlayStation guy. I've always been like I like PlayStation more than Xbox. But I feel like. 
Xbox have, and Microsoft in general have done a lot of good things lately. So, but I don't know them well enough to 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 be like, hmm, that sounds interesting. So, cue Michael. I get I get this question a lot from people that I work with that kind of casually play games. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what should I get? Like, I've been a PlayStation player. I've been an Xbox player. We're like, what do you think? Like, I know you're in a game, so which which console should I get? And I always first lead off with what games do you enjoy? Because the way that I split the Xbox and the PlayStation is that the Xbox is more of a multimedia machine in the sense of it's more closely related to a PC in console form than a PlayStation is. Mm -hmm. But a PlayStation is your gaming console. That's how I see the PlayStation. And I think that the PlayStation has better exclusives i think that they have better exclusive uh first party games that you can only play on playstation um that being said i think that microsoft services are better the best thing about the microsoft services though is that you can get the xbox game pass on pc or you can get the combo, which you can get on your Xbox console and the PC for like 15 bucks a month. Um, and actually, if you join like right now, you can get your first three months for one dollar, hmm. then 15 a month. Um, and this just comes with such a good value. Like they have a lot of good games on the uh, Game Pass. I have, I think I have the Game Pass. I think I still use it um, just to play other games that I normally might play on an Xbox itself, or even that I might play on a PlayStation, like extra third-party games and things like that, or cross both. But I just kind of want to play them on PC. Um, I prefer the Xbox Game Pass to the PlayStation Now, but I actually prefer the PlayStation Five over the Xbox. Um, series x i think it is right now i think that's what it's Mm. actually called um and it comes down to when i buy a console i want it for games and of course you know 4k player and and, uh, Mm. netflix machine and things like that but um, when it's me personally i subscribe to xbox on to play xbox games on my pc um Mm. i just think that there's enough uh, Xbox exclusives that I'm into personally to warrant me choosing an Xbox initially over the PS5. Yeah, I, I think that I was looking at the, the subscriptions as, a, as well. So I think one thought I had was like, hey, it would make sense to have a subscription that works for both. So I, I can play on the PC and, and the Xbox. But then on the other hand, the, the, the way my house is set up, I can easily just attach my computer to my television so I could maybe just as you to get the, the, the Xbox game uh, subscription whatever for the PC and still be able to play it on, on, on the big television and then maybe you know get get the PlayStation for those exclusives that will eventually come out but yeah I, I don't know I'm, I'm just very 
I don't know. I'm, I think I'm at a point right now when I'm looking at my PlayStation and I'm, and I'm like, it is sort of just collecting dust at the moment. I am more on my PC these days. Um, but I mean, I think it's also just, you know, it, it's up and down. Uh, at some point, I will most likely be like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm tired of sitting, uh, you know, in, in my office chair. I want to be in, be, in, be on the couch and just, you know, couch game something at the moment. So, so I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit conflicted at the moment in, in what I actually want to do with things. Um, one interesting thing to also know um, for the Xbox Game Pass is that it also includes in it all the games that are on EA Play. Oh, really? Yes. So if you have like the EA Play membership, now I'm not sure if that's their like um, their higher tier one or their basic tier. Mm. That I'm not sure, but it does include EA Play membership as well. So if like you're a big sports fan, you're going to gain access to obviously the EA sports library there, but also games like uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Skate 3, um, and things along that nature. So that's something to consider. And when it comes to PlayStation Now, I just kind of feel like uh, I don't really know what they're going for with it because I would like to see more like newer things. When yeah. you look at Xbox Game Pass, like you're getting new games on that thing, like released yeah. recently that you could play on that. While if you look at the PlayStation Now, um, you're looking at mainly older things from like the PS3 era. Yeah, there's some PS4 stuff there, but um, let, go yeah, ahead. I mean, I think it, what the cool thing is that you can play these games on PC. That is, that is pretty cool, but. Yeah, I do feel like it it lacks games that I, you know, either A isn't interested uh, is interested in or B games that I haven't already played because you know I've I've had both PlayStation 3 and 4 uh for for, for like forever. So, you know, I've played quite a few games. Um so but I do feel like the um, the service itself works quite well uh, <laughs> when I was playing it because I think I bought it by 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 accident, a one month subscription. Um, but I was like, hey, I might as well just try it out, and it actually played quite well. I think I had like only like a few uh, uh, like uh, accidents where something just stuttered because it was streaming, and you know I fell to my death and died. But it's it. it, it it's definitely more to you know. It's more like the exception than the rule. I actually feel like it, it worked quite well. I also tried to do it to to play it on the PC and it, it worked equally as well. So I think the the the, the service seems solid. Mm-hmm. It just lacks some proper content. Yeah, it lacks oomph. And when mm-hmm. I say that, like if I look at the list, I look at The Last of Us. The Last of Us is a great game, mm-hmm. and it's on PS now. But the issue is, is that it's the PS3 version of The Last of Us, mm. which is not horrible, but the PlayStation 4 HD version exists. Yeah. So it's like, why don't just make the PS4 version available on there? Um, and then the, you, it's just a very weird situation sometimes where like some of these games that have been put on the PlayStation 4 with higher graphical fidelity and things like that they decided not to have them in this version. Yeah. So it's a weird move. And I would personally suggest that people kind of go look and see if you like it. Like go look at the service, look at the games, um, see which ones you're more likely to play. 
um, which service gives you the bang for your buck because I do think that the PlayStation 1 is only 10 bucks a month uh, while the Xbox One is 15 so if you find or it's 15 if you're doing the ultimate it's 10 if you're doing just like a console or just a PC uh, for Game Pass so take that into consideration are you more the type of person that's going to play a lot of these games just a little bit like obviously every gamer is different if it was me personally i'm going ps5 i think that the uh like that sd stuff that they're working with is pretty darn cool um i like their exclusives like the ratchet and clank uh bloodborne if it comes back in its form they just seem to get pretty good um games Mm. on the system itself and when i get a system like that i want to get physical games and i just think that they have the best so that's me personally one thing that is annoying with playstation uh now by the way uh is that i started playing one of the newest uncharted games while it was on there Mm -hmm. and now it's not on there anymore so i can't finish it and i can't and my save games is gone because you know they were tied to the PlayStation now and not to my PlayStation account. So I actually do have the game now for, mm-hmm. for PlayStation, but I don't have my save games. And I'm like, oh, I cannot be asked having to because I was quite far into it. I think I was like over halfway through. Now you're talking about Uncharted Four. Yeah, I think it. I think it was the, that one. Yeah, I'm not completely sure. I think it was was the fourth one. Um, but yeah, so, so so I played it quite a bit on PlayStation now, and then uh, you know I, I got away from it. And when I came back, I was like, hey, maybe maybe you know maybe the save games are because I do have PlayStation Plus. Maybe they are just you know syncing them or whatever. But they didn't. So. If I want to play it, I want need to start over, and you know, I don't, don't do not just. I don't feel like it's a lot of. <laughs> I, I spend a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours to get back to where I was. So yeah. that that's a little bit meh. Uh, and it's not on PlayStation now anymore, so I can't just resubscribe for a month and, and finish the game. So that is a little bit annoying. Yes, that does suck. Another thing to keep in consideration is the type of games that you play in terms of do you play single player or multiplayer games um and the reason that i say that you want to keep this in mind is that if you are not a pc user let's say you're exclusively xbox or playstation Mm -hmm. let's say you like playing games like fifa if you are going to get a game like that and you're going to get it through xbox game pass you're paying your 15 dollars for xbox game pass and then you still have to pay for xbox live yeah. And the same goes for PlayStation, where if you're playing like FIFA through whatever service you have, you're paying for the service and then you're also paying for PlayStation Plus in order yep. to play online. Um, but if you are a PC owner and you're looking for Xbox multiplayer games, you can actually play through Xbox Game Pass with your Xbox friends and your PC friends, and you don't have to pay that online fee. Mm. So I think like that's actually one of the biggest things that switched me over to PC gaming when I first started kind of dabbling in it, was yeah. that I didn't have to pay for an online fee just to play games online with my friends. Yeah. I mean, that is probably one of the things, but I mean, that's both platforms, but it, it's just so silly. I mean, 
on the PlayStation, I don't mind too much because a I don't really play too many online games when it comes to to uh, the PlayStation, and b I do have PlayStation Plus because it it is you know it cost me yearly it cost me one game mm-hmm. worth of pricing. You know the price is roughly one one PlayStation game for a year subscription. Um, so you know, and and I get two games every month. So you know, it, it's a no brainer. Uh, mm-hmm. I get two games. I can play them whenever I want to, as long as I'm subscribed. Uh, you know, obviously one of the downsides is that sometimes you know you do get games that you already have, but or have played. But you know, but still, it, as long as there's one game of the of the 24 games I get in a year that is is worth playing, then it, then it's worth the money. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I also don't know is I don't know how certain things interact with the newer consoles. Um, when I bring that up, I bring that up mainly because the PlayStation 4, when it came out, games that were available on the PlayStation Store on the PS3 were not available for the PS4. Um, and I mean that in the sense of on the PlayStation 3, I loved getting PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 games. Hmm. And I would pay for them in the store, download them on my PlayStation 3 and play it. They were no longer able to be done like that on the PlayStation 4. No. So that being said, I don't know what the current ecosystem of past games, if any, exist on the PlayStation 5 or to, the Xbox. To my knowledge, I think because I, 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 I have a have like a number that is like 98, 99% of all the PlayStation 4 games is also available on the PlayStation 5 because of, of the technology and how it plays together that, you know, sometimes there's just some things, a few games, there's a very few games that they're using some kind of technology that doesn't work on the PlayStation 5, but the rest of them uh, works fine. So okay. major, majority of PlayStation 4 games should work on, on the PlayStation 5. Okay, so that was just a gap in my knowledge right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of stopped paying attention to everything once I couldn't get anything um, because the consoles, at least over here in the States, like they're really hard to get a hold of. Yeah, uh, Availability is scarce. So, Yeah, I think it's the same here. I haven't really looked into it lately. Um, uh, I, I haven't heard that they are you know, mass, mass in stock anymore. Yeah. Uh, you probably still have to... to to get on our list and have to wait. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to a shop right here, and you know, the, the first thing that you get is like, "Hey, here's a form. Fill it out if you want to have one." Uh, <laughs> stock. Um, and you can only buy one per customer and stuff like that. So yeah, that uh, very much still out of stock. Yep, same. When I look at the Best Buy app right now, I looked up PlayStation Five, and it shows that it's not available. So. Um, yeah, availability is one thing that you have to worry about with these newer consoles, and that's kind of how it is with new tech. Xbox is the same situation as I'm looking, just a shortage on every front. So I think that's pretty much any um, like any logical, at least informed feedback I can give other than which controller do you like more? Um, I have not PlayStation. One, I, although it looks cool, I've always liked the PlayStation controller more than the Xbox controllers. Like always, I, I, I always felt like they were better suited for my hands. I've heard great things about the new ones, but when you just if it was purely down to looks, then I would up PlayStation. Oh yeah, PlayStation no, Five no looks fantastic. 
Like mm. it just it looks cool. It looks like an alien looks- ship landed in your living room. Exactly. Um, and then the Xbox is um it's a brick. A, it's a box. It's, <laughs> it's a brick. <laughs> it's like a huge Lego brick or something. That's what it looks like. <laughs> um, Which I don't mind. I think I mean it look, it's all right. It doesn't uh, look like a ship, but <laughs> apparently it's quite large as well. Yeah, I, I heard that they're both quite large. The PlayStation is bigger than the Xbox, so yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think I, I got a little bit more of a, an idea of, of maybe what I want to do. Um, so so thank you for that, and hopefully you are listening also. If you are in doubt, got something out of it. I hope so. Um, and do you have anything else that you'd like to contribute right now, Marty? Before we go ahead and head on out of here. Next week's lottery numbers are. If you had that ability, I would be very upset that you were just telling me now. (laughs) All right. So we're going to get ready and head out of here. Um, Thank you for everybody for joining us on this wonderful Sunday, which is a day after we normally record. Marty abandoned the podcast on Saturday, so he could probably play more World of Warcraft. Uh, But what are your thoughts on the Xbox or the PlayStation? Um, do you have any of those consoles? If so, let us know. Do you have both of them? Are you one of those people that is able to get both? What are your opinions and things on the consoles? Like, what do you guys think about them? Uh, like, go ahead and let us know. And you could do so by emailing the show over at two nerds, maybe more at gmail.com. Or you can find us over on Twitter at two nerds, maybe more with the number two in front. And of course, you can always check out the website, two nerds, maybe more.com, which will have this episode as well as all of our previous episodes. If you feel like going down memory lane, you can check it all out there. Other than that, that's all I got for you guys. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you all in the next one. I will totally email the show once I have both those consoles. (laughs) So you won't be emailing the show? (laughs) (laughs) This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.